Welcome to the Advancing Women Podcast, where ambitious women come together to challenge the status quo, advance their careers, and up-level their lives. The Advancing Women Podcast is hosted by gender equity expert and executive coach, Dr. Kimberly D. Simone. Welcome, warriors, to the Advancing Women Podcast. So I have a question for all the ambitious warriors listening. Do you ever find yourself working on anything but the thing that has to be done? I know for me that even if it's something I really enjoy doing, when I'm clear on my purpose and what I need to achieve, still sometimes I find myself feeling overwhelmed by my have-tos, which then can make even my want-tos feel like have-tos. So then procrastination kicks in, often in the form of other to-dos hijacking my time and the things that I really want to do. This episode, my friends, is about interrupting procrastination. But more importantly, I'm here to say, stop blaming yourself for procrastination. Instead, blame resistance. According to Stephen Pressfield, author of the best-selling book, The War of Art, Winning the Inner Creative Battle, resistance is the reason so many people don't achieve their dreams or realize their purpose. And I really loved this book. I can't recommend it enough. And I'll include information on where to find the book in the notes. Even though I've read it cover to cover and it is a short read, I do go back and read parts as needed whenever I feel resistance creeping in. And resistance, as Pressfield explains it, is anything that stops you from taking creative action, including procrastination and self-doubt. Pressfield sees resistance as a universal force that has one sole mission, to keep things as they are, to maintain the status quo to stop an individual's creative activity through any means necessary, whether it be rationalizing, inspiring fear and anxiety, emphasizing other distractions that require our attention, or raising the voice of an inner critic, what I often call the inner saboteur, that voice that creates doubt in the face of clarity. And resistance uses any tool it can to stop creative flow from an individual, no matter what field that creation is happening in. Resistance is especially important for us warriors to understand and diffuse, because with bold, radical, audacious goals, its sole mission is then to sabotage our inspirations and goals. It keeps us from our fullest potential, and it is especially strong for those of us working to attain personal growth and satisfaction and purpose in our lives. It is that enemy that tries to hold us back from realizing our most true self, our most authentic purpose. As Pressfield so perfectly said, quote, ambition is the most primal and sacred fundament of our being. To feel ambition and to act upon it is to embrace the unique calling of our souls. Not to act upon that ambition is to turn our backs on ourselves and on the reason for our existence, end quote. And I've often referred to resistance in my life as the inner saboteur, that voice in the back of our head that gives us all the reasons not to act, not to do what needs to be done or what can be done. And I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute. All right, what's going on here? How does this jive with what you've been preaching in your last couple of episodes? Episodes where I've talked about letting go of FOMO or the fear of missing out, embracing instead the JOMO or the joy of missing out, 
not always striving, not always feeling like you need more, more, more. I talked about the joy of just saying no last episode. And now it may sound like I'm saying the exact opposite here. It may sound on the surface, like last week I was saying, enjoy doing less. And now this week I'm saying, stop making excuses and get it done. But see, the thing is, it's not about doing more or being busier. It's about doing the very things that bring you joy, or in many cases, the things that give us purpose. It's about that ambition that, as Pressfield says, is fundamental to ourself, to our very existence, to our most true purpose. And I'm quite confident that if I asked what the purpose of life is, many would say it is happiness, that life's purpose is finding joy, pleasure, and happiness. But a lot of people might argue, and I'm definitely in this camp, and there's some solid research to support this, that it is actually purpose, living your purpose, realizing our potential that brings us true joy and meaning, that the purpose of life is not simply to be happy, but rather the purpose of life is to find purpose in life. And resistance is anything that gets in the way of us realizing our purpose. So in this way, it is completely aligned with JOMO or the joy of missing out. Because JOMO is about finding joy in not doing things that don't feed or contribute to our greater purpose, but maybe that feed our ego. And so busyness is often the greatest form of resistance. It's the writer or the artist or entrepreneur or podcaster who busies themselves with organizing a closet or working on a committee they don't even enjoy rather than sitting down and doing the very thing they are meant to do, creating. Of course, we can be busy and still very much be procrastinating, using the busy to allow us to procrastinate. That's resistance, my friends. Pressfield articulates this perfectly when he says, quote, procrastination is the most common manifestation of resistance because it's the easiest to rationalize. We don't tell ourselves, I'm never going to write my symphony. Instead, we say, I'm going to write my symphony. I'm just going to start tomorrow, end quote. And women, warriors, we need to be especially mindful of resistance because we are so accustomed to conditioned to even deprioritizing ourselves and our purpose to meet the needs of others, to meet societal expectations and norms. And I'm not suggesting that our families are not part of our purpose, but we must be mindful of not allowing the message that we must always care for others above all mean that we should not care for ourselves, that we should not prioritize our purpose, our growth, the things we are creating beyond the creation of our families. And to be sure, resistance will find the most powerful argument to sabotage our purpose. So we have to recognize it when we start to fill up any creative time with all of these to-dos and responsibilities that the world dictates, the responsibilities of wife and mother that we are told must be prioritized at all costs, because that is often resistance screaming at its loudest. That judgment that if we fall short on any of the fronts, that we are less than, and that resistance gets in the way of us reaching that highest potential and reaching our true purpose. We must remember that resistance will tell us anything to keep us from doing that important work, the important work of creating, of realizing our potential and purpose. And so this is a reminder when that happens. 
You cannot take resistance at its word because, as Pressfield so eloquently puts it, quote, resistance is always lying and always full of shit, end quote. So at its core, this episode is about learning to recognize and acknowledge resistance when it creeps into your life, into your work, often in completely predictable but comforting ways so we can beat it back. Resistance will always be there. It never goes away. This is about interrupting resistance. And I love how Pressfield says, quote, not today you'll tell resistance. Today I endeavor to be the best version of myself, to show up fully and completely. And even if I don't succeed, it will have been a worthy failure. My work matters and I must keep at it. I just love that. The thing is, though, resistance can be complicated, and often on the surface, it seems like it's loaded with irony. So, for example, there's good evidence to support the benefits of looking at outcomes versus initiatives. And I've talked about this often on the Advancing Women podcast when talking about closing the advancement gender gap for women in top-level roles and in measuring diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives. I've talked about how organizational leadership should look at outcomes, not a bunch of initiatives that have been implemented, but that ultimately haven't moved the needle in terms of solving the real problems. For example, research on presenteeism shows that women are at a distinct disadvantage when being present or having your butt in the chair is seen as the ultimate measure of commitment. And the research strongly supports that measuring outcomes is more fair and efficacious way to measure performance. However, when it comes to resistance, it can be the exact opposite. It can be that it is less about the output and more about the systems, the habits, the input. In the case of conquering resistance, it is about something much bigger than any one creative outcome. It's about personal growth, right? It's about committing to yourself and your greater purpose. It can be about hitting those streaks, right? Staying with it. I'm going to meditate every day, even if it's only for a minute. I'm going to write every day for two hours. And it doesn't matter if the output is crap. It's about the commitment and keeping the streak going. Likewise, we have to acknowledge the importance of boundaries and how saying no and doing less can actually be responding to resistance. This is about intentionality. When these busy, unfulfilling projects keep us from action that brings us true joy and growth and moves us towards our purpose, output doesn't matter as much as effort and commitment and trusting the process. We need to stick to boundaries, trust the process, and create the necessary habits. This is about embracing vulnerability, the things that can be scary and out of our comfort zone. And so too often we cling to that busyness, these other things that keep us in our comfort zone. So saying no, setting boundaries, not doing as much of the busy work, doing more of the creative work that brings you purpose, doing more of the thing you need to be doing is the power of trusting the process and believing that doing it every day or sticking to your commitment in the long run will lead to great outcomes because we will move our focus from the ego to the self, from that which is applauded versus the act itself, which is so important and so true to ourself. So take this podcast even as an example. A new episode drops every Tuesday, and sometimes I feel like I need a little extra time and I'd like to make some changes. And if I just head until Wednesday, it might be better. And that's what the inner saboteur tells me. You know, what's the big deal? So what if it just goes out Wednesday for one week? You could make it more perfect. 
and often striving for the impossible perfect. Sacrificing done at the altar of perfection is the ultimate form of resistance. And we have to silence the saboteur with unwavering commitment. Get the episode up by Tuesday, even if it's not as good as it would be on Wednesday, because honoring the commitment to the work, the promise I make to myself and my listeners is a higher priority. And it's a higher priority because it ultimately silences resistance. And we all know that when we give in to resistance, even when we have a quote unquote good excuse, resistance wins another round and the monster gets stronger. So often sticking to that process, sticking to that commitment, even if the outcomes aren't ideal, can lead to a lot of growth. In fact, I would argue I've grown more from the mistakes I've made on my podcast, from the ability to accept that I don't have to be perfect, and yet I can still bring value. I can still deliver on the creation of the thing that gives me purpose. And that is a crucial takeaway. And Pressfield talks about this from the perspective of a writer. But the message can be generalized across any area of creating. He says, quote, there's a secret that real writers know that wannabe writers don't. And the secret is this. It's not the writing part that's hard. What's hard is sitting down to write. What's keeping us from sitting down is resistance, end quote. It's about doing, the commitment to the habit of doing, or to quote legendary Jedi Master Yoda, do or do not. There is no try. And in the case of conquering resistance, the doing is everything. The perfection, the achievement, the applause often feeds resistance. It feeds the ego, which gets in the way of our true self. And the main difference between the ego and the self is that the ego does not change with time and context, but the self does. And this is part of our greater growth. That focus away from the ego and feeding the ego or that sense of self-importance, that need to be seen as having arrived to the self, the part of you which is connected to a higher purpose, that is what is crucial to shift that focus. It reminds me so much of Lady Gaga's song, Applause, where she says, quote, I stand here waiting for you to bang the gong, to crash the critic saying it's right or it's wrong. I live for the applause, the way you cheer and scream for me, end quote. And often that pursuit of perfection, that pursuit of approval and applause is just resistance using the ego to sabotage us, to keep us from self-growth and realizing our greater purpose. As Pressfield says, quote, we must do our work for its own sake, not for fortune or attention or applause, end quote. The need for the applause is all ego. And I remember reading an article titled Ego, The Downfall of Man, and I'll include the link to that article in the notes. But in the article, the author, Joshua J. Anderson, astutely notes, quote, the prideful ego leaves you in a perpetual position of weakness because you aren't inclined to progress by thinking that you're already at a peak, end quote. So one way that we can conquer resistance is by honing our humility. Instead of living for the applause, we can strive for the growth that helps us realize our greater purpose, that allows us to continue to create. Because warrior women, innately, we are creators. You are a creator. So here are a few pragmatic steps to interrupt resistance, to hone our humility, and prioritize the self over the ego, and silence that inner saboteur. First, 
as is often the case, you must become aware. Identify the resistance in your life because it's different for all of us. Is it projects that don't really matter, like organizing a closet? Is it binging on Netflix? Is it endlessly complaining with a friend? Is it saying yes to every favor you're asked to do? Is it constantly volunteering for things that you don't have time for and that don't bring you joy? We must be committed to seeing it, calling it out, and interrupting it. Second, we need to do, as Stephen Pressfield calls, what is necessary to become a pro. We need to see ourselves as a pro, not an amateur, and create standards and habits that support doing and interrupt resistance. And we too often mistake being a pro for being perfect or excellent or being the best, but those are ego-driven definitions. It's really about showing up. Most people will agree that Michael Jordan is the best basketball player of all time and that there will never be anyone better at basketball than Michael Jordan. But what Michael Jordan has said is this, quote, nobody will ever work as hard as I work, end quote. What Jordan understands is that it is the growth, the doing, the showing up that matters. And that is why he has consistently defeated resistance when so many other athletes are unable to reach their fullest potential. Being a pro isn't about the job itself or the pain. It's about the commitment. This podcast, again, is a great example. It's not my job. I don't get paid. I'm not a, quote, professional podcaster, but that doesn't mean I shouldn't behave like a pro because being a pro is how I shut resistance up. I committed to doing a weekly podcast and some episodes are better than others, but I show up every week, no matter what. This is week 49 from when I started the Advancing Women podcast, and this is episode 49. I have created the habits and systems necessary to get it done despite the interruptions that life brings, the many considerable interruptions that life has brought. And Pressfield says this wonderfully in The War of Art, where he says, quote, the difference between an amateur and a professional is in their habits. An amateur has amateur habits. A professional has professional habits, end quote. And that reminds me of one of my favorite quotes from James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, that I talk about often, where he says, quote, you do not rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems, end quote. A pro plans for things to go wrong. A pro shows up even when they don't feel motivated. And that's really important because we have to show up, not out of ego, but rather because of our true self, our commitment to ourselves and our purpose. As Pressfield goes on to say, quote, when we're living as amateurs, we're running away from our calling, meaning our work, our destiny, the obligation to become our truest and highest selves. What we get when we turn pro is we find our power, we find our will and our voice, and we find our self-respect. We become who we always were, but had until then been afraid to embrace and live out, end quote. Which leads to the next step, automatize. I'm going to guess that no matter how busy your day and regardless of what interruptions come about, you will say that in 365 days, you have brushed your teeth exactly 365 out of 365 days because you don't even think about it. You just do it. It's your habit. And interrupting resistance is about making the work towards your bold, radical, audacious goals, towards your growth, your true self, and your higher purpose, 
automatic. And that happens when we are focused, specific, and clear on the what and the when, the systems and the details, the time and place of the work. We must be mindful of those regular distractions that often occur and clear them away. And remember that if you are a creator, create every day with commitment to the process, not the outcome. Commit and trust the process, the systems, and the rest will take care of itself. Next, know your motivation. And again, this is about shifting focus from the ego to the self. When the ego chimes in with its sabotaging commentary, you need to shut it down. We need to stop living for the applause and live for our purpose, live to be the creators we are meant to be. And so with that, I will give the final step. Just start. Stop listening to resistance, giving you reasons why it's not the right time. As author and speaker Mel Robbins says, quote, the powerful you is always there waiting and you can tap it anytime you want if you know how. It's the part of you that loves discovery, curiosity, challenges, exercise, connecting with other people, checking off goals, taking actions, heading somewhere and talking out loud. It is a force inside you that wants to grow, move and expand, end quote. And Robinson also acknowledges that at the same time, there is a, quote, equal and opposite force that works inside you to hold you back. You were born with resistance. It's an inner evolutionary bias to take the safe bet, the sure thing, the known path. Whenever you're feeling bored, bummed, or broken, resistance is winning in your life, end quote. And so in closing, I will say this. We cannot allow warriors for resistance to be winning in our lives. We can't let the fear of failing or any of that ego-driven resistance to interfere with our greater purpose, with our commitment to the self, to doing the things that help us grow and reach our highest potential and purpose. We can face fear and resistance and move forward. Indeed, the higher the resistance, the more likely we are on the right track. Resistance is strongest when it matters most. Pressfield argues that the level of resistance we feel is directly related to the power of our vision and how important our project is to the evolution of our soul. And so my manifest statement for this week will be two quotes from Pressfield, who has taught me so much about recognizing and interrupting resistance. Quote, the more important a call or action to our soul's evolution, the more resistance we will feel toward pursuing it. End quote. And finally, As it relates to fear and overcoming resistance, Pressfield asks, quote, are you paralyzed with fear? That's a good sign. Fear is good. Like self-doubt, fear is an indicator. Fear tells us what we have to do. Remember one rule of thumb. The more scared we are of a work or calling, the more sure we can be that we have to do it, end quote. So warriors, let's get out there, interrupt that resistance, and do what needs to be done. Do the thing that leads us to our highest purpose and to our highest and best self. For more resources, you can visit my website, www.advancingwomenpodcast.com, and connect on Instagram at Advancing Women Podcast. I love getting your feedback, so please email me at Dr. D. Simone at advancingwomenpodcast.com. 
I just want to thank Joe Jacobs, the audio warrior who wrote the music for this podcast. And a huge thanks to Heather Harris, the creative warrior who designed the Advancing Women podcast logo. And thanks to all of you for joining me here today.